Oh yeah, everybody. Welcome to the middle. This is Caleb Carnes. I'm here with. I'm Tim. Tim Farr, folks. Yep. It's and, true. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the middle part of uh, the Alpha Omega podcast conglomerate. Are, are we a conglomerate? I think you are because you've got so many uh, podcasts right now. Uh, I have three. Yeah. You've got three. That's a conglomerate. Is it? Book. Is it? Well, the third yeah. one is hardly ever, you know. It's once a month, right? No. It, it, it's once every fifth Saturday. Yeah, so you guys can figure that one out because I'm not going to try that today. Uh, there's one this month, July yeah. 31st. Was there one? There wasn't one last month. There was one before that, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the last one is in October. Wow. So I have a long stretch of. Yeah, you got some. You got a couple months in between. So you got yeah. like four of those a month. A year. A year. That's what I meant. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not inebriated, folks. I'm just sleep deprived. You're just usual. Caleb. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> Make very stupid mistakes. That's Caleb. That's Caleb. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, it is burning hot outside today. It uh, is. I'm sure, as you all know, July in Missouri is uh, miserable. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of miserable things in the world <laughs> right now. I say that with a lot of humor because I'm just trying to hang in there. But, Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, life is good. Uh, there's not much to complain about. My, good. My work is kind of chaotic, but in a funny way. Okay. So, you know. That's good. Yeah. I mean, like anything else fun happening or? I mean, everything's pretty quiet right now for me. Wow. So. Just bored. Yeah. You seem really bored. I am a little. Okay. Well, how do we freshen up your life? What do, we, what do you want to do? Well, you know, I had a couple of things planned for the fall. Okay. Going to a concert or Mystery Science Theater 3000 does live shows. Nice. Where's that at? Uh, all over the country. Well, sorry, here in St. Louis, where would they have that at? Uh, they haven't announced a date in St. Louis. Okay. So uh, the three cities I'm thinking of is Des Moines, hmm. uh, Cedar Rapids. Mm, man. <laughs> yeah, or Indianapolis. Dude, you got some fun there. <laughs> <laughs> They're the... The reason why I thought those is they're the closest to me. They're like three-hour drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. if I think of where I want to get away to, Iowa is not the state. No. Indianapolis, you might have some fun there for a weekend. Maybe. So uh, there's some breweries. There's some Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a big sites. city. Yeah, they've got, a, they've got things. They've got <laughs> companies. They've got a, a small little creek they call a river. you got stuff yeah, there, man. Exactly. But I might actually go to Iowa, so that's fine. Good grief. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, because, uh, not to be a downer, but the Delta virus is getting extreme in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of my fear. And I'm like, oh, middle of a cornfield? That might be not such a bad idea. Well, I mean, it's the rural areas that have it worse, though. That's true. But middle of a cornfield versus big city, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I feel like we can't uh, win. I, and we can't. Right now. Which no, is so frustrating. Can't. I'm not going to lie, folks. I need to vent. Go vent. All right, vent. cool. I normally like to keep things positive and fun, but I'm really frustrated that Missouri is in the state it is in right now, um, that it is, that so many people here are resistant to the vaccine. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, I don't understand the selfishness. I understand not wanting to be told to do something. That makes perfect sense. I'm not telling anyone to do it. 
Right. I'm telling you, though, I don't understand why you wouldn't do it for everyone that you come in contact with that is at risk, for yep. the people with breathing problems, for mm-hmm. people with cancer, for the elderly, for anyone that you love and you don't think about them, but all that matters is your supposed right. What right, right are you losing by getting a vaccine? None. None. And you're taking away others' human rights. You're taking away their right to live. (laughs) Right. You're taking away their right Uh for health. Uh I don't understand it, folks. Don't get it because someone's telling you to do it. Get it to protect the ones you love. Right. Right. And and in Missouri, in the state of Missouri that we live in, if you are publicly educated, you're required to get vaccinations. Like the mumps, measles, uh, polio. Mm-hmm. If we went to school here, you had to get vaccinated. And a lot of states require that as well. So it's like, what's the difference? Yeah, agreed. And wh- the reason you do those, folks, you do that to protect people. Uh, yeah, we live in a society. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> and and I, I, like I said, I totally get not wanting something to be forced. It really is. I get that you have the right to say no to something. And there's, there's a few people out there. You have health problems. So you're like, I'm nervous because I have a health problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. That's a very small minority. There's some people it's for religious reasons. Okay. I don't understand your religion, but that's yours. So I I'll respect that as well. But that is a small fraction of the people who aren't getting it. People have made it political. Mm hmm. This should not be anything that's political. And by the way, I think it's been politicized on both in both parties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it really has. And that it is what it is. But we do. We still see the effects of a virus that shut down a a globe that shut down a planet. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that, it's still shutting down. It is. It is. It's and it's still doing so much damage. Yep. But we're still resistant against it. And I don't understand you're not going to be able to explain to me why you wouldn't get it to protect the ones you love mm-hmm. that I won't get. Yeah. I, like I mentioned with the public education, like you get the measles and mumps vaccination or the polio, not only for your own benefit, for other benefit yeah. as well, for others to benefit. Exactly. And it's just like the COVID vaccine is literally the same thing. Yeah. And just literally do- the same thing. I, I don't understand the selfishness, and I've said this, I keep repeating myself, so I'm not saying anything interesting right now. I'm very <laughs> sorry, folks, but it's affecting a lot of people out there. Yep. I don't understand it. 620,000 dead in America. I thought it was more. No, it's like 620. Last okay. time I checked. Okay, fair enough. Last time I checked. Uh, Yeah, I mean. And Missouri has uh, a 30% vaccination rate. Good grief. Yep. And then, so, the rumor mill, and I think it's already been announced, actually, is mass mandates are coming back to St. Louis County. Yep. Uh, and a and county, St. Louis City. And St. Louis City. And a county in St. Louis County has already said, or a city in St. Louis County has said, yeah, we're not going to enforce it. Which city was that? Wildwood. Okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's either Chesterfield or Wildwood was, was my guess, but Wildwood... That's all right. Well, it makes sense for which city would. Yeah. I mean, good thing there isn't a whole lot out that way. I don't think. 
Uh, no. I don't think the Valley counts for getting St. Louis culture, but I don't. I think Clarkson Valley is different from Wildwood. I could be wrong. I mean, I I'm not 100 percent certain I either, don't either. But all I know is, uh, we just got to do better. We got to take care of each other. <laughs> right. And, and you know, what? I I was never worried about myself. I was not worried about my wife getting COVID. Like mm-hmm. if we got it, I think we were healthy enough to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but. My parents are in their 70s. Mine too. They probably cannot handle too much COVID. Well, and uh, Curtis, who is a co-host on the other show, had a stroke Mm. a a couple years ago. Mm. And uh, if you have a stroke, you're more acceptable to other diseases. Yep. So My mom's had a stroke. So Exactly. So, you know that bit. Yep. Like... It's just scary stuff. And the whole argument, <laughs> we're going to go into a little uh, deep weeds here. Uh, <clears throat> say weed, say weed. Weeds. Mm, weed. Weed. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, the, for the people that say, well, the vaccination only came out a year ago, it, you're, you're just factually wrong. Hmm. Uh, if you actually study it, uh, do you remember 2002 uh, when SARS uh, oh. Became an epidemic. I was like, "Where? What in 2002? I barely remember. Like, <laughs> I barely remember six weeks ago." But so SARS, the original SARS, SARS, uh, the the prequel, so to speak, uh, came... wasn't as good. Not yeah. as much blockbuster. It, yeah, it really no, no, wasn't no. a blockbuster. It was an underground hit. It was an underground hit. Yeah. Um, I think only, only. And this is a sad statement. Only like 733 people perished worldwide because mm-hmm. of SARS, the first one. They started working on the vaccine then and there in 2002. The vaccine that we have today is one they've been working on for 20 years. Right. Well, and also one thing that they use is they're able to break down uh, the the cells of the uh, virus itself Mm -hmm. with data. Yep. So if you get all of that data, you can replicate things so much quicker. And that's one great thing about modern science. It's advanced to the place where... Data points can help you create a vaccine so much quicker. Hopefully that helps with things like cancer, uh, uh, AIDS, uh, you know, all of these terrible uh, uh, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it can help with all these other things, too. But we're lucky that we have Science. this much. Yeah, we have this much advancement that can take place at this point. So, so. so not only so COVID-19 is literally just SARS 2.0. It's a mutated version of the one that happened in 2002, which they were already working on. So we have that. 20 years of this vaccination being in the process, what happened last year is the federal government being like, hey, this is killing a lot more people than 733 people. So they dumped a whole lot of money into it. And like you said, with money and advancement and the way way we have science now, they were able to produce that vaccination faster. So let me uh, speak some history for you. Ooh, I love history. Uh, Do you know the polio vaccination? Yeah, I I do. In the 1950s. Yeah. Well, it started in 1950. Uh, we have that, oh, what is his name? The guy that who kind of revolutionized uh, polio, the vaccine, uh, Joseph something. Goebbels? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a Nazi. It, it a... starts with an S. Uh, do you know when that happened? Salt? Maybe. I'm Googling this. Googling this. Keep I just going. did a huge Facebook post about this, so maybe I can find it faster uh, because a lot of people liked it. Uh, because, you know, when you actually put in factual information, people tend to respond. Um, let me look at it. Um, uh, Salk. Jonas Salk. Yeah. In 1955, uh, actually, uh, 
revolutionized the polio vaccination. So they started in 1950. In 1955, Jonas Salk kind of progressed it forward. Do you know when they approved it safe? Uh, I do not know that, no. 1955. Wow. It was for commercial use in 1961. Wow. So a mere five years, starting in 1950 to 1955, they were giving the vaccine out to people and commercial use not even 10 years later. Mm. COVID, the vaccine that we just all got, has been in the works for 20 years. Yeah. Because you have to, they've been worried about these MR, mRNA uh, diseases. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. Yep. <sighs> folks. Facts. Facts. Yeah. We, we accept the polio vaccination, and that was five years in development. This COVID vaccination has been in development for 20 years. Yep. 20 years, folks. So <laughs> suck on it. <laughs> suck on it. Suck an egg. Not to mention the coronavirus, uh, which is the family of SARS, has been studied for 50 years. Wow, folks. 50 years. So don't give me this, I'm going to use French here, bullshit that saying, oh, the vaccination came out. No, it's been in the books for 20 years. Your French is very sexy. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's <laughs> definitely one of the romance languages whenever <laughs> Tim speaks like that. Oh, my God. just. I know. I know you're a little turned on. Uh, well, I'm hiding it, folks. <laughs> uh, I needed to vent because. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, it's affecting me personally, but that's less of the issue because, I mean, forget me and all of this. Uh, I don't. I don't. I appreciate that. I just see, whenever I see the selfishness continue to progress and we're just not getting where we need to be, all I can think is, wow, folks, we're going to be in the same place again here in a few months. And it is what it is at this point. A few weeks. I mean, St. Louis is already getting to the red zone, and it's like, cool. We're, yep. we're just going to do this again. Only uh, governors and whatnot and mayors and blah, blah, blah have already said, yeah, we're not going to shut down. So yep. I guess we're just not going to care about people. And that's my problem is I care about people. Yeah, I, I mean, these people that – I mean, a fair amount of people who don't care, it is they are going to get it and they are going to die. And I care about that. I, I legitimately do. care about that. I, I, I'll tell you what. I saw one thing on my social media – I was I went on Facebook, which is always a mistake. Yeah, but I was on my Facebook, and uh, you know, one of the guys uh, at the improv shop needed a vent. I totally get where he was coming from. He was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. "Hey, thanks, rural Missouri. You really screwed things up for me, or for us." I think is what he said. Right. But he's like, "This is affecting my ability to have a job. I'm frustrated with this." And mm-hmm. someone else was like, "Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. I just think it's sad. We need to educate these people. We need to do all these things." Like he was concerned about them, like you were saying. Yeah. And someone else under that. Fred just said, I hope they die. Right. That's I was so like, sad. seriously, seriously, that's where you want to go with it. You mm-hmm. want people to die. We're doing this. We're, we're hoping people get the vaccine so they don't die. Right. So you and, just and, want them to, you think that's going to take care of all of these issues that we're having? You think that's going to get us now into the clear? That's going to get rid of the coronavirus? No, it's not. No. So. And it's not just rural. It is no. St. Louis County. It mm-hmm. is St. Louis it started in Springfield, which is, guess what, where all the rich people in St. Louis go because they have lake houses for yeah. Lake of the Ozarks and whatnot. Like, it is not just the hick. And it's also not just Missouri. I mean, I know people in Illinois who, in Chicago, they don't want to get right. the vaccine. And that's their choice. Uh, I know people in many other states that yep. don't yep. want to get it. The problem is, 
it's a high number in Missouri that aren't getting it. Yep. And it's not, I mean, the rollout here was terrible. They threw it oh, at yeah, the yeah, rural, yeah, yeah. the rural communities. They didn't want it. So city folk like me drove an hour and a half, two hours to get it. I think yeah. it was two. I don't know how long it was. They're going to send me three hours away. Yeah. No. And, and it, it's, it, the state had done a bad job with it, mm-hmm. but that excuse is gone. It's long gone. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you don't even have to really make an appointment now. No, you don't. You don't at all. I uh, I know someone very well who they got the first shot. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep, that's the start. Yep, and then second one, they missed their appointment. All right, try to set up another one. Uh, got the wrong number and now just won't even bother anymore. I'm like, that's a form of lazy Yeah. that I don't like. <laughs> Right. And, uh, you know, it's, people have excuses. I get it. But you, <laughs> the excuses should only last for so long. Right. As adults, <laughs> you sometimes have to do adult things. Uh, especially the ones that, that uh, could potentially save your life. And, and other people. Yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, other people, yeah. If I get COVID, maybe I've had it and I'm asymptomatic. I don't know. All right. Um. But if I get it, I'm pretty confident I'll recover. If I somehow don't, that that, that stinks. But if I were to be the reason someone else got it, yeah, I live on with that guilt. That in my mind, I'd be like, oh, cool. I feel like a murderer now. Right. I feel like I literally killed this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not something I want to live with. Right. But apparently, a lot of people here don't care if they kill people. They they. That will live in their soul and it won't affect them somehow. That's dark. That is really dark. It is, though. But also, I don't wish death upon those people. Like, I saw that guy on social media say that. And I was like, huh, okay, cool. You've got it. And this person had, like, on their profile picture. I went on their profile just to see, okay, who is this person? (laughs) And their banner had coexist on there. Oh, good. Which I totally support that idea, but you're not living by what you preach at all, you hypocrite. (laughs) Coexist with just me and my friends, but everyone else can die. Well, or (laughs) coexist, but if I don't agree with you in some way, I hope you're dead. (laughs) That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm a little... I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me in this regard. I expect that from conservatives because we see narrow-minded conservatives mm-hmm. oftentimes. Uh, but whenever I see it in my liberal community friends, mm-hmm. I get even more upset because then it's hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I get. Re- I get very frustrated with that. I, someone I know who has family that they are all Democrats uh-huh. and they are white they use the N-word freely oh, and hate. Mm. And I'm so frustrated with that because my family's conservative, but if that word was ever uttered in our house, there would be repercussions and discussions about why that's wrong. Right. And so I just get very frustrated with my liberal friends who have that sort of hypocrisy, who will judge other people and say, cancel them, uh, let's expose and dox who these people are. But then those can sometimes be the same people who are wishing death on a group of people mm-hmm. or 
are being racist or being sexist in some way. Yep. I just can't get behind that. I get that frustrates me even more, to be honest. Yeah, and you see that in my opinion with the liberal our liberal brethren against conservatives, and it's like you're doing what they're you are doing what you are saying they are doing. Yeah, I, the, I, the I, double I standard is obviously there. Like, mm-hmm. it maybe if we actually did coexist, we would. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I agree grow as a people i you know what's interesting too is when i was in chicago and doing in the improv scene Mm -hmm. i would see the hypocrisy and i remember one of my teachers um she called them out on it which was kind of cool to see like um basically someone was doing like a um it was like a sometimes you can do a uh, church scene and it can be funny and kind mm-hmm. of expose the hypocrisy and be okay. Uh-huh. And then there's times where it seems like it's not that you're punching down because comedy is best when it's punching up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, we're the underdog here and we're punching up at something bigger than us at, at the man. That mm-hmm. That's typically funnier. But when it comes across as, oh, the an entire group of people are insulting the people in the church as opposed to, oh, it's a scene about the hypocrisy of the church. It's no, we're all making fun of all those people that are in that would go to a church. Right. And she stopped the scene because it was, it ran its course. It was not good. <laughs> and I was watching it in a class and she just goes, she'll, so let's remember here that we're basically being, you're basically being what you don't like right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you need to accept that. Also, I wouldn't recommend doing that, and here's why. And I thought that was like, oh, that's kind of nice to hear from someone who I she is liberal, and she's very she's very intelligent and caring and an awesome person. Her name's Susan Messing. The I would say she's one of number one or number two best improv teachers I had. She's so good. Um, and just seeing someone call out the hypocrisy of it too just made me go, okay, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. Right. So. Uh, sorry, folks, we are getting off on a hot start here, <laughs> but I needed to vent that. I needed to get Absolutely. that out. So, Absolutely. Well, uh, this is more your show than mine. So. Uh, it's our show. I don't oh, want okay. it to be my show. I All want right. it to be All right, fair. our show. Sorry. Our show. Uh, I will say for my week, um, pretty good. Work was like slow. Really? Yeah, it was very mm. slow. I'm like, good. I'm not going to turn that down. No. Uh, after some of the work weeks I've had in in at jobs, it's like, oh, this is kind of nice and slow. It'll, I know it'll pick up this coming week. Uh, the wife and I booked our flights to Germany and Austria. I certainly hope it happens. Yeah, um, me too. I really do hope it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah I just worry, like, Germany is going to be like, so we're seeing the Delta variant in this one state. Uh-huh. You can't come if you're from Missouri. And I'll be like, great. Well, uh, they could just make you prove uh, you're vaccinated. So, yeah, I, from everything I've seen... To get into an EU country, what you have to do is prove you're vaccinated and or show that you are uh, that you've just gotten a COVID test and are negative. Okay, fair. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll do it. You have yeah, to do that so. though, like a day or two before. We're going the day after Thanksgiving, Ooh. so it's like, all right, yeah, timing on that's going to be tough, but we'll find a way. Yeah, we'll find a way. Exactly. Well, so I really hope that happens. I really do. I, I do too. It'd be nice to have a honeymoon with Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, she deserves it. I want it <laughs> for so sure. I'm just being selfish and wanting to get out of this country and hopefully my German lessons on Duolingo pay off. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Say it's mein Katza Salina. Bless this, you. This is my cat Selena. That's all I can say. Really. 
so yeah it's um yeah that that's one big thing that happened for us this week and um gosh that heat though is so brutal outside. it is really bad it is gross it is really bad you're supposed to cut the grass tomorrow Ugh. yeah i don't know i don't think it's gonna happen i have a lot of stuff to do in the backyard mm. yeah we just cut down like four trees and we How did much, did you save it like for oh you don't have a fireplace oh we have a bonfire pit out back do you have any extra firewood we have so much wood yeah you do friend do you want some? I probably will want some wood. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Talk dirty to me now. <laughs> we um we actually cut down a tree last year. Uh-huh. And we were we wanted it to sit for a year uh-huh. and then burn it. So we've got like two stacks of that in our backyard. More than likely though, in a few months, we'll crush that because we were having fireplaces every like Friday and Saturday night when it was cold. So we'll go through a lot of it. Okay. So more than likely, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> let's steal some firewood. Yeah. so That's a possibility. I have a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, Got to switch over to pro wrestling real quick. Okay. Yes. What do you think of Daniel Bryan and CM Punk possibly going to AEW? I love it. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm i really excited to see Daniel Bryan probably... What is his opposite name? Uh, Brian. Brian Danielson. Is this that, real, it's his real name. So That will be his probably name. And CM yep. Punk oh. actually having creative control. Yes. An unhinged or unloosed or uh, whatever other expression I can use here. Mm. CM Punk. Hopefully, I hopefully yeah, he gets that freedom and he's motivated because that man can tell a story. And I'd yes. be very excited to see what he can do on the mic against like an MJF. Those guys just talking trash to each other would be mm. phenomenal. Uh, Daniel Bryan, like against a Kenny Omega, would be really cool. Uh, a Daniel Bryan not under the WWE style. Yeah, let him have a little more freedom. I've seen that guy be just vicious. He's like 5'9", uh-huh. but then I'll see him do some stuff in the ring where I'm like, oh, that's gratuitous. I want to see more because it's <laughs> just it's horrifying. to watch. He would be really fun to watch. Uh, I'm excited to see what AEW does, especially since they also recently got uh, Malachi Black, formerly Alistair Black, mm-hmm. uh, Andrade. They've got they've got a lot. Of, they're getting more and more talent. How about Chavo? Chavo, I love Chavo. Okay, so one thing I think I might have mentioned this in our wrestling podcast. I always love Chavo for the Eddie Chavo feud they had in WCW, uh-huh. where the loser had to shave his head. And Chavo, I think he ended up winning, and he shaved his own head because he just went nuts from his <laughs> uncle torturing him for, like, a month or whatever it was. It was great TV. But it was, like, one of those things where I'm like, God, I hate Eddie. How could he treat his nephew that way? <laughs> I want to watch more of Eddie Guerrero. He just – that was a, a fun Eddie Guerrero uh, moment for me. But, yeah, Chavo there, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, AEW looks – it's getting deeper and deeper. So that – third hour of tv is going to be really important soon yes i'm excited for it i am really hyped about it too and there was a dirt sheet uh i forget which one that was talking about how yeah they've signed cm punk or possibly signed cm punk and daniel bryan but there's more interesting news and you didn't elaborate on it yeah i'm really curious i i think what it might be in my theory is that it's a um aew new japan crossover pay-per-view I'm thinking Impact as well. Yeah, in Impact, I think they might get AAA in Mexico. Like it could be a super show. Yeah, which would be an fun actual to... WrestleMania. Uh, I... because the intention of WrestleMania was bringing like all the territories together and blah 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 well, blah. Well, it was blah. to 
take over all the territories well, yeah. and run them into the ground while there was just one territory. Yeah, but an actual like wrestling event where it's all these other promotions doing a super show. Uh, I mean, it was to make WWE at the yeah, time of F the promotion. Yeah, That's what yeah, it was, yeah, to yeah. take them all out. Very capitalist point of view. Yeah. Uh, and basically, AEW's like... Uh, I, someone described this recently as AEW is like... Um, Android and Yeah, WWE. Android and, yeah, and WWE is like Apple. Like, yep, that's a pretty good analogy. One works well with others, one does not. It's all about the one for, for one and all about the group for the other. So, pretty exciting, I think, man. Yeah. And exciting time to be a wrestling fan. And Bullet Club is making uh, little jabs at Impact, showing up on Impact. So, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. How that whole thing. Because Bullet Club was like... The thing in 2018. I mean, they even before. Well, 2018 is when they kind of petered out, but like anywhere between before 2018, it between was 2000, like 13 and 2018. I guess it was maybe 2014 uh, when Finn Balor was the top guy there. Then they brought in AJ. He was the top guy, and Kenny Omega became the top guy. Like they had all of these great American top, well, not American Western top guys. Mm-hmm. And oh man, Bullet Club was great. I, I think Jay White's great there. Still a fantastic uh, group. I'm loving New Japan. It's not quite as strong as it once was, which is okay. Well, once they lost Kenny Omega, the Bucks, yeah, uh, the Good Brothers, the top guys in that in the Western side, it kind of well. And they also got to build more. They yep. like they have Naito, who's great. They've got uh, Okada, who's great. Uh-huh. Tanahashi's the old strong hand there. He's good. There's some other guys they got to build, but it'll it'll happen soon, I'm sure. Absolutely. Excuse so me. it's exciting to see if they're all doing stuff, especially if they get like the Bullet Club story going with the Elite, and like it's yeah. interesting stuff. We'll see. We shall see, folks. I'm telling you, wrestling is great for the long term storytelling that can be done. If you hang with it mm-hmm. along the way, you will feel abused and talked down to. <laughs> You'll feel gaslit by what you love, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but it's worth it sometimes. Well, even the story that they're doing with Omega and Hangman. Oh yeah. I hope I, I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know, like if they bring in Punk and Daniel Bryan, do you keep the belt on Kenny Omega, even though Hangman is being built up? Like people want Hangman to win it. But do you keep the belt on Omega so that he can face a Daniel Bryan and CM Punk while he has the belt? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I I think honestly we're gonna see Omega take a backstage role more. He's been talking about how he's injured, how he can't do much, like he's always getting work done. You think that's a that's I, a red herring? I think yeah. I think they're catching you with that. Um, oftentimes wrestlers do that. They'll do that for a plethora of reasons. One, to throw fans off. They they love to throw fans off, so that way we don't know what's happening. Uh-huh. Number two, I don't think in this instance it's the case, but sometimes negotiation tactics where they'll be like, ugh, I'm getting older. I don't know if I want to do uh, as many true. dates. They they will do these things in order to, re- yeah, he's getting a little older, so maybe he doesn't want to wrestle as many dates as he once does. Maybe he wants to drop a couple belts because, but, all right, I'm tired of defending it at all these different places. I, I want to heal up a bit in my later years. That's why I'm honestly thinking it's the case. But I don't think he goes backstage, especially well, not with like a Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. I, I, I want more of a backstage role. 
versus being... He's already an EVP. Well, I mean more of like a Cody Rhodes thing where he pops in every once in a while but doesn't constantly wrestle. Well, Cody, the reason why he wasn't on for a little while was his wife was pregnant. pregnant, And then he was on a show. Right. Uh, But but Cody's even said in other interviews, like, he loves the backstage stuff more than wrestling. Oh, I'm sure at this point because it's a new challenge for him. Mm -hmm. Plus... He's supposedly never going to challenge for the title. We'll see how that plays out in five years. That could change. He might hold on to it, which would be kind of impressive. He doesn't need. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. So, but I, I I honestly think that this may be not a swung song for Kenny Omega, but kind of the sunset kind of thing. He's going to win all these belts, become like the top guy in all these promotions, and start dropping them, and then take more of a lesser role. I don't think he will. I think he won't wrestle in as many promotions. I think he continues to wrestle in AEW. Uh, I think he still appears weekly. I think he could even win another title down the road and that whole thing. Uh, but I do think he pulls back on wrestling in Mexico, wrestling in Impact, <laughs> wrestling in AEW, all of these promotions. He might need to pull back a little bit, I'm sure, just to make sure his business side does. Because he does take care of like the women's matches. That's what he yep. is, the top producer for the women's matches. And that women's division is getting better and better. They just signed Thunder Rosa. Which I love Thunder Rosa. She's she cool. is amazing. Yeah. But that Britt Baker match with her. and That oh, lights out match? Yeah. Oh, my God. Those chicks beat the crap out of each other. Dude, it was <laughs> better than some, a lot of men's wrestling, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. But I, I look at it as... Not that it's better than men's wrestling. It's just such a good match. Mm-hmm. That's the way I want to look at it. It's such a killer match. Well, well what I mean is and like... Britt Baker, man. She is just making... Everyone dude. is into the character now. It's awesome. She was a heel. Now it's turning into a baby face. She's too cool. You can't... It's like you can't turn on her now. No. You can't boo her. She's A, we've seen how tough she is. Uh-huh. We know she's good on the mic and is going to have mm-hmm. some great digs. So people want that nowadays. She's good in the ring. The finish, I love the finish with the lockjaw. It's a pretty gnarly looking mm-hmm, finisher. Mm-hmm. So how can you boo her? You can't. No. So. It's the same with like Chris Jericho. You can't boo that guy. Even if you want to, you can't. Not right now. He's... Not right now. But it, it get, with wrestling, it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a couple years, Jericho's smart enough to know, okay, this is when I have to make this change. So he'll figure out a time where it's two years from now. I, all right, I... I've worked with all of the heels here. Time for me to turn heel so that way I can face a lot of the baby faces. I, I don't think he'll ever be a heel again. Jericho's honestly. best when he's a heel. so he Absolutely, will but people aren't going to boo him. Sure that's he can. Not, that's not of fun. course he can. Remember the whole, oh, the list is getting over. Uh, the uh, Everything he was doing in his last run with Kevin Owens, that was getting over. He still turned heel and was a very good heel whenever it was with uh, the Inner Circle starting in New Japan. Uh-huh. That man knows how to just start all over. He That's When he came true. back originally as you know, Y2J, he's like, this isn't working. I don't want to be that anymore. I don't want to be the countdown guy. So now I'm going to be super serious and wear a tie <laughs> yeah, and all that. So, yeah, the short hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. if anyone can do it, Jericho can easily. I, do I agree it. with that. I just think that um, he's almost too big now. Like he is... He's never going to get booed again because people love him so much. Sure, again. Imagine then a year from for an entire year, he's been tu- tutoring, uh, mentoring uh, Sammy Guevara. Imagine Sammy gets his shot at like the TNT title, and it looks like he's about to win it. Jericho then drops him. 
he's back to being a heel. And mm-hmm. then he comes in and just slightly tweaks the character to where he's being more serious again. Or maybe he just becomes like an old school wrestler. A wrestler? Yeah, where he's just like, listen, young boy, I'm part of the old school. He's just, just as an example. He could change it and easily be Chris Jericho the heel. I would, the top performers... I never doubt them at all. I used to think I could never boo Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and the planet champion thing <laughs> was brilliant. Uh, yeah. The whole fickle thing at crowds. So good. Mm-hmm. And he became then a top bad guy. So the best ones out there, I never doubt, especially if they've been there for a long time. Yeah. yeah I might doubt them. If it's like, can you be a good baby face? That's even harder. To be a good baby face is so... Getting people to like you is not easy. Getting people to hate you is so easy. Oh, yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Sorry, folks. I had to talk pro wrestling. Um, Oh, lots of good things happening in pro wrestling right now. There is a lot of exciting things happening. But just wanted to talk about that real quick uh, before we transition into what we really wanted to talk about. And um, I'm going to apologize to you, Tim. Uh, Uh uh, We were originally going to uh, go over the... Val Renewal and everything we were supposed to do at the Val Renewal. Uh-huh. I was trying to get the outline from Kate. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll send it. And she never sent it. Perfect. Yeah. So we don't have that outline to You're... go over the Val Renewal. Good. So because of that, I'm just like, well, we're just going to make it up here, Tim. All right. Yeah. So, Fair. Okay. So Tim is a little nervous, I think, about the Val Renewal. Not at all. What? Not at all. You're not? No, I've already started like uh, writing in my head what I want to do, and I'm not oh. going to tell you what it is. Oh, well, you might want to tell Kate. Nope. Uh, no, you, no, no, seriously. You might want to tell the bride. Well, Just because there's enough stress in there, you might have to tell the bride. Okay. If she want, really wants to know, but it, it's going to be more of an introduction, talk about COVID a little bit. And you gonna break down the science for everyone? Yes. yes. No, 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 no. There's a whole thing, and I'm gonna link into First Corinthians 13, which okay. is the love thing. Yeah. And it's going to be more about you guys. Cool. I like it. Uh, but I'm not going to be specific with you. What if we did a vaccine giveaway? <laughs> I mean, we can. Oh, There's man. a nurse in the back for vaccines. Oh, wouldn't that be so good? Uh, I would feel very proud of us if we offered it to people. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, folks, listen. We are so awesome that we are doing a vaccine drive here. If you haven't been vaccinated, you can get vaccinated here. Uh, Probably no one would because by now everyone's just like, oh, I'll get it or I've gotten it or I'm never going to get it. Right, right. So I I do have a plan like introduction. Okay. Um, And I'm thinking you don't really want it to be long. So I'll do like maybe a five minute introduction type talking and then we'll do the vows and mm-hmm. then uh, the, the ribbon tying hand thing. Hand, hand tying, which is really good. Yeah. I think, that I've, have you read? What your niece is going to do. Yeah. So we were supposed to get my niece, Ryan. Uh, originally, I, I think I shared this. We didn't know who we wanted to do the vow renewal. Uh-huh. So we were like, okay, we, we asked someone. I don't think they'll be able to. So we just kind of had to say, all right, we got to move on. So then I asked my niece, Ryan, because mm-hmm. I said that to Kate and she's like, that would be awesome. So I asked my niece, Ryan, and she's like, that is on my bucket list. <laughs> I'm like, all right, a 17 year old with a bucket list. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But now she's like, well, she said to me like a couple weeks ago, you need to tell me what I have to do because I'm just not good with improvising. I'm like, OK, fine. You're 17. We'll give you a script. Don't worry. What, what if she does your vows? The vows? Yeah. 
and the ribbon tying thing, and I'm more of an MC. Like, do the intro, and then I can kind of close I, it out. I think we we would prefer just to have her do the hand tying only, because okay. there's a, a script that goes with that. It says these yeah. are the hands that you'll reach for, and blah blah blah. Well, the vowels are just repeat after me, right? Yeah, but I think she would like to have someone who's more of a minister, has a ministerial uh, side to them. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because it's literally just reading a script of going, Caleb, repeat after me. Well, blah, we wrote our blah. own vows. That's why. Oh, so you'll so just read off of that? So then probably. I'll just be like, I think, hey, Caleb, you want to read your vows now? That would be great if you said it just <laughs> like that. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, you. <laughs> want to do that thing? <laughs> Very informally. Uh-huh. Okay, so we can do that. I think you are going to be walking out with the rest of the groomsmen. Okay. Because I think... Or I could already just be standing there. Isn't that what the officiator does? So we could do it like that. I think it's going to depend on how many bridesmaids we have. I mean, the I officiating remember. is just like the one that stands there and then the bride or the groomsmen come in. Right, and right, right, right. It, you and I would like walk out together or something like that. We can hold hands. That would be fine. That would be... That would be great. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, why? Someone's looking for attention. Uh, okay, hold on. Let me think. I'm trying to think of all the bridesmaids. So it's her sister, uh, then let's see, Kate Baxter. Sorry, I said the full name. <laughs> uh, Kate, Julie, uh, Lauren, Brittany, uh, Peyton, Ryan. So seven. Wow. Uh, yep. So on the guys. Oh, yeah. I might have to walk out with a... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Brian, Tyler, Colin, David, Adam, you, Jason, and then my nephew Dylan. So yeah, I could. Hey, be... so you? Yeah, we can. We'd have seven and seven, so we should be good, unless one of the groomsmen don't take care. Okay, one of my groomsmen still hasn't gotten his measurements in. So. So I mentioned on the main show that I went to the mall and got remeasured. Oh, did you? Yep. How'd that go? Great. I had a woman touch me. It was fine. <laughs> Oh, wait, are you like, you've lost some weight, though, so. Yep, she had to change a lot of things. Nice. I did, too, mm-hmm. and it was not for good reasons. I've oh. gained weight, oh. so. I'm very sorry. Oh, well, okay, I've I've cut alcohol out. Uh-huh. And we've talked about this. Yes. Yeah, so that's helping. So I'm almost down to 190. Almost. I'm like at 191 and three-fourths, basically. I'm at 192. Good job, yeah, bud. You are taller than me, though. I am taller, so, yeah. But. I'm trying to get down to like 185. The doctor wants me at 180. 180? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've got a physical in two weeks, so. I have six months. Six months? Mm-hmm. That's well, my six-month checkup. Next week, I'm getting. I'm going to the dentist for Ooh. the first time in like two years. Nice. No, it's going to suck, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then, because it's never good at a dentist. It's like, never good going to the doctor. I don't. True. I don't like it. I... Even I know I'm in for a checkup. Like, <laughs> my heart rate is always elevated when I go. Really, in. Yeah. I I like going to a doctor's appointment mm. just because then I it's like okay, all clear, we're good. I don't have to worry about things. Oh, like I do. After you get one, after you go to one. Well, because recently it's been to check my cholesterol okay. and they have to do draw blood and I hate needles and the whole thing. No, I'm just yeah. nervous about the whole thing. I actually, one time had cholesterol that was too low. Really? Yeah, they're like. You need some eggs, man. You got to change that up fast. I'm like, oh, all right. Wow. 
So, yeah, that was when I was living in Chicago. They're like, your vitamin D is ridiculously low. It was like single mm. digits, but it's because I never saw the sun. Right. During right, the winter right. there, you never see the sun. Right. And then they're like, yeah, you have like no cholesterol, dude. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Time to change that. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, uh, when I went and got all my blood stuff, I was good. Good. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. I like my friends to be doing good. Good. Yeah. So. Uh, do you know? Have you filled out your uh, invite? I haven't yet. It's sitting on my dresser in I mean, my room. It's pretty easy. Steak, right? You have yeah, a steak? Yeah. I'll, just, I'll fill it out before you leave and give it to you. All right. You taking a plus one? No. What? I don't have anyone to take. Curtis. No, I don't want to take them. Why don't you want to take Curtis? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, I'm trying to get you a free steak. I want you to know that on the podcast. If you don't come and you don't want to, no worries. But you're basically... I'm offering you as a plus one to be able to go with Tim. I, I may have other plans. You know, you don't know. You may have other plans mm-hmm. to bring someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you'll have to let me know on the invite. Uh huh. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Curtis, if you're coming, let me know if you want steak or lasagna before the 26th. What about Nick? Nick can come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he basically told me to leave as soon as I walked in. So yeah. So, Nick, you're second by a comfortable distance. (laughs) Just for how you talk to me today. (laughs) Funny. No, it's going to be beautiful out there, though. Like, the location is gorgeous. Have you looked at the venue? No, not at all. I don't have any clue on this, where this is. Chandler Hill out in Defiance. Chandler Hill's Vineyard. Go Just Google it. I'll talk about it while you Google it. Yeah. Folks, uh, Chandler Hill, I would recommend anyone go. If you like wine, it's great to go because they have a fantastic wine selection. Uh, I, I suggest the Shards. The Chardonnays are excellent. Uh, but secondly, the view is fantastic. Basically, you can sit on this massive deck that they have. And the deck has a great view of like these rolling hills. They have a nice little pond out there. The vines that are in the, the foreground. It's probably one of the best views that I think you can get in all of uh, uh St. Charles County, Defiance, and I think it's one of the top venues in Missouri for a wedding. Um, Also, the inside is really nice as well. It's basically like this stone interior, yeah, with the wood beams. Um, It it looks great. They have this massive fireplace, which I don't think we'd be able to use. Um, And the food is top-notch. The risotto, if you can get the risotto, folks, I highly recommend it. It is some of the best risotto I've ever had. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Yeah. Where in Defiance is this? It, in a I, pff, come on, every it, highway TT. I don't know. It's off some random lettered highway. Because I take my uh, beautiful Mustang on ninety four quite a bit. Nice. You should take it back there. Well, maybe. Hmm. 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 I will say also, uh, you're well. You'll just be able to drive yourself. I'm sure. Yep. Because you're not going to have alcohol. No, probably not. I'm probably still not, not drinking. I would say, I mean, if you do, it'd be a good place to have like one or two, but don't have any more because those ro- roads get super windy. Mm-hmm. They do. That's why I like driving my Mustang on them because <laughs> the speed limit is like 55. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. I remember one time I was driving back there and uh, it was like a Thanksgiving and I was dating this girl and we were going to Thanksgiving. We started at Thanksgiving at my place and we were going to Thanksgiving at her place uh-huh. with her family. And we were having, we had Thanksgiving, and we were driving over out to hers out in Washington, Missouri. And there was all these hills back there. Uh-huh. 
And she's like, just pass this guy. There's a guy in front of us who was just going very slow. She's like, just pass. I'm like, well, there's a hill. No. She's like, you'll be fine. I don't do it. But if I had done it, I would not be here today because the car just went vroom right by the other way. And she started crying <laughs> like Aww. I almost killed us. And I was like, yeah, you did. Like I, I made sure she cried more with my reaction. I'm sure. So yeah, dude, I love driving those back roads. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. And like I said, it's people. Yeah. So like, uh, my best man was down with, uh, his girlfriend mm-hmm. and they were just checking it out. And his girlfriend was just like, this is stunning. Like, I did not expect this in Missouri. And people don't know that Missouri has all of these rolling hills. And if you get to the top of, like, one of these hills and it's the fall or the spring. It's really pretty. It's absolutely gorgeous because of all the foliage starts changing colors. And you see these beautiful leaves. It's totally uh, underrated, in my opinion. Absolutely. Even driving through, like, the Ozarks, like, Mark Twain National Forest mm. and all that area in there is just beautiful it is once you get past like st louis or i don't know branson and lake of the ozarks it's all everything in between is just absolutely beautiful a lot of a lot of great nature out there for sure it really is Mm. and not to mention the caves that you can get into and the rivers and the uh floating that you can do it's really just pretty kate wants to do a float i don't know if i want to do a float really yeah i don't think it sounds fun to me have you never done a float i have and i don't think i had a lot of fun I mean, it depends on what you do, but yeah. I just think it, it's so hot. I wouldn't enjoy like a very hot day to do it. Even if you are in the water, you're in some nasty, muddy river water. That sounds gross. Not really. Like the Merrimack is fine. God, you know, Kate didn't know what it was called, so she called it the Mackinac. The Mackinac? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I work near the Mackinac River. I think I'm like... Yeah, the Mackinac River. We'll Mackinac. go with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't, anytime I see it, it just looks like it's mud. I mean, it's fine. I got baptized in the Merrimack. Good for you. Yeah. I'm sure that cleansed you more of your sins. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> River. I got baptized in a pool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's someone, fun. yeah, in the shallow end. So, ooh, look at you. Because I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get baptized until I was like 17, 18. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... In a river. I would say not be... Like me- Jesus. Well, I <laughs> went more like the kid from the suburbs. <laughs> that was more my style. Well, it was the church that we were at. It uh, was like, I don't know, 150 people maximum. So they would just use their... Uh, when we had baptisms, we did it at the river. Oh, okay. We just had an event at like a local national park and did it there. I don't know. So like... Just considering how muddy it is, I'm convinced that it's mostly poop. <laughs> I mean, fair. Oh, did you watch? The, have you seen the Woodstock document? Woodstock '99 documentary yet? No, oh, I have not. Get on HBO or pirate it. Don't pirate it. <laughs> oh, I have HBO Max. Okay, so go on HBO Max. Don't pirate it, folks. Pirate it to save money. Yar. Uh, <laughs> Yar. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's so good. The 99 Woodstock documentary. I, is that the one where they good. stopped doing Woodstock for a while? Uh, Yeah. They haven't done a Woodstock since. They were about to, but then they realized, yeah, it's not working. So basically, they gouged people for on pricing. There was mm-hmm. no security. The facilities were terrible. I, I've heard a lot about it. I remember watching it as a kid, 
and like wanting to go like, oh, it'd be so cool to see Rage Against the Machine and Metallica. That would be fun. And then it just burned down. <laughs> like Red Hot Chili Peppers were the last one of the last acts. Uh-huh. And they the they came out for their encore after all these fires had started. <laughs> and they they played uh, Jimi Hendrix Fire. Good. Like, no, that just made the people burn it down even more. Yep. So, uh, and also there was just a lot of, um, how do I put it? Toxic masculinity. Oh, I'm sure. That was going on there. Uh, one thing that they really covered in depth, and this is not funny, but there was a lot of sexual assaults that took place there. Oh, and sure. video of it. Like, there was oh. a lot of girls oh. topless, but then guys thought that gave them the right to just grab their boobs constantly. Gross. So, um, yeah, it was. That was the worst part of it was just seeing all the sexual assaults that Gross. were taking place. Yeah. So, um, but besides that, I would say you just watch it and it's like a very interesting case study on the year of 1999. <laughs> it really is because like that was a time where people were just angry. Mm-hmm. And we don't know why people were so angry in 1999. There was no great war. No. There's no. There's nothing to fight against, really. The new millennial. Millennium. Millennium. Okay. Why? Why are we angry? I mean, there maybe was some anxiousness with it. Well, I don't know. And we're kids of that era. Yeah. Really. It, we well, teens. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. We're, we were teens in that era. The whole Limp Biscuit and Corn and all of those like the, new metal bands, as yeah. they were called, which is the definition of toxic masculinity. Kid Rock, all the things that they were doing there. And they show this in the documentary. It just shows how uh, toxic masculinity really derailed some st- stuff at that time, <laughs> I feel like. It held back a generation, I feel like, of men. Yeah, probably. So, just my take. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so back to the vow renewal, folks. <laughs> oh, we just talk about this. <laughs> we can talk about it. Cool. No, no, no. Uh, uh, for your vows, that's what we talk about. No, oh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> I, I promise to not be a toxic masculine <laughs> figure in our children's lives. Yeah. I don't think, uh, so what I think we would do, Kate's probably going to listen. If she listens to this, she'd be like, this is stupid. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But okay. she listened to our murder podcast mm-hmm. and she said we did not do a good job. Okay. I would challenge her. To go back and listen and see what other things we might have missed. Uh-huh. Did uh-huh. you hear of anyone saying we missed anything? No, I just heard it was really funny. Yeah. Good. yeah. I think it was fantastically accurate. Uh, yeah. Stradella. Stradella. We figured out a lot of interesting things. Uh, but anyways, for this, I feel like it would start off, I think it's just, I'm supposed to maybe walk my mom down the aisle. Okay. So maybe I walk her down the aisle and then the you and I maybe walk in from the side and then we have like the uh, groomsmen and bridesmaids all come out and then Kate comes out and then we would do like an introduction. Mm-hmm. That would, is that, yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're gonna have a rehearsal, but we can still talk about it ahead of time. Yeah, absolutely. So that's when you would maybe do like your first talk of like, Hey, these two have already got hey, me. Hey, you. Hey, I'm hey gonna, you. I'm a turning into this guy. Oh, you suddenly Stradella. We brought back. I feel like that's going to be a recurring bit for oh, a long time. No, Stradella's murder. <laughs> who, by the way, who is yelling Stradella like that? Is it like his neighbor? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Hey, Stradella. Hey, Stradella. I made some muscacholi. Hey, why are you dead? Yeah. Why are you dead? <laughs> 
That's great. <laughs> oh man, we got to make T-shirts of Stradella. Uh, I feel absolutely, like. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that, you do the introduction <laughs> part. What 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 comes after the introduction? Well, it depends on how long you want this thing to be. Fifteen you, minutes. Okay, it's, it's not a Catholic wedding. Right. So the introduction will be like the majority of what I'm going to say. Okay. We we'll go through your vows, do yeah. the hind the hand hind ceremony, and that's it. Yeah. We don't have to do the exchanging of the rings. No, you're already wearing them. Yeah. And then hey, kiss your wife again. And then That would be great. <laughs> hey man, kiss your wife again. <laughs> and and that's it. Yeah. Okay. That's I, the, only, the only thing I need to do is kind of stretch out the introduction to make sure it fills whatever time you want me to do. I think you might want to do a prayer in there somewhere. I Maybe at the end, closing prayer. Kind of to send you off, let's pray for the uh, groom and bride, and that's it. Pray them out? Pray them out. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's more of a uh, we're praying for you guys, mm. and that will be the prayer. Like, put your thoughts and prayers on Caleb and Kate. I don't know about that. Why? We're, we're, we're celebrating you guys. We are. That's basically because it's not a traditional wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. This is a renewal, so it's just kind of like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna pray for you guys instead of. And I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird for me. This could be a character flaw that I have where it's like having people do stuff for me it just doesn't feel right. The whole thing is supposed to be about you guys. I've Yeah, and that's funny because I'm wanting to like make sure everyone else is going to be comfortable and have a good time. No, it's, it's a renewal is about you guys. Yeah. It's we it's then trust me on this. Okay. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is weird though getting to a spot now where we're almost a year in, mm-hmm. but people wanting to do something nice just feels odd. Just like, say, I feel like I'm I, like, oh, you do that for me, but I got to do something for you now. No, so. just say thank you. Mm. That's you think it. so? Yeah. That's that's enough for people, just saying thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, man. I mean, unless it's something like extravagant, but yeah. And that's the thing. Like For me, it feels extravagant because people are coming from out of state, they're um, coming out of state to celebrate you. That's true. It's true. The whole thing is about you and you guys and your marriage, and yeah. so you just say thank you. All right. Send a send thank you card. People will give you thousands That's of dollars and just say I, thank I you. I don't want to write thank you cards. <laughs> I almost would be. Oh man, I would not. I mean, then again, for thousands of dollars, sure, I would do it. Well, but. you know, you just say thank you. It's all about you guys, and well, you know, yeah, just say thank you. All right, fine. I'll just say thank you. <laughs> You're thinking too hard about this. I'm not thinking too hard. I'm just trying to grow as a person. Well, no, it's not about that because it's the one day where people are going to be celebrating you and all the focus is going to be you on you and Kate. And That's why I'm saying grow as a person and say thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Exactly. I'm not very good at it, but I'm going to work at it. Yeah, so. that's it. So we'll close in prayer and the focus will be on you guys. I'll make up something on the spot probably. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Do you have a song that you would want to walk out to? Um, I'm trying to think of really flashy WWE <laughs> <laughs> like Shawn Michaels, sexy <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's funny is Kate and I are walking out to the Bret Hart's theme music at the reception. Okay, all right. She's like she's like oh, this was way early on at the wedding planning stage, and she said, "What do you want?" Like, what's one thing you would mm-hmm. want? I said, mm-hmm. "I would like to walk out at the reception to Bret Hart's theme music." She goes, "What does that sound like?" <laughs> so I played it for her. She's like, that's not bad. That kind of works for an introduction. I'm like, yes. 
So she was down with that. Okay. So I get that. And then all the groomsmen are coming, uh, gro- uh, groomsmen and bridesmaids are coming out to Gloria. <laughs> How about Enter Sandman? I can bring a kendo the, cane uh, and uh, a beer. You want to be <laughs> the Sandman. <laughs> If there's one wrestler who I would probably not want at my wedding, it probably would be the Sandman. Uh, yeah, probably. Or New Jack. He's dead. Yeah, well. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about <laughs> him. So, yeah, the Sandman, folks, if you don't know, was a very he was the definition of toxic masculinity in the late 90s. And he's carried that over into nowadays where he just says women shouldn't be wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, okay, Sandman. Have a seat. Oh, what an Do awful better. person. More or less. He's, but, I mean, we shouldn't take uh, advice from someone who his introduction was he would come out, grab a beer, crush it, and then smash the beer can over his head, uh, causing him to bleed every time. Pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. But, or maybe like Diesel's theme where it's just... It was basically, yeah, it was the blues that he was... I'm just starting to think of terrible WWE theme songs. Oh, man. Oh, you know what would be uh, one of the best? Mm. Is uh, Steven Regal's, uh, he's a man, <laughs> such a man. Or the Christian theme song. Christian! Uh, <laughs> at last, you're on your own. That one would be interesting. Uh, I know Tyler, one of my groomsmen, would love to come out to Edges. Uh, mm, you which, think you know me? Just because he's a huge Edge fan. Uh-huh. And we had, for the Bachelor Party, we were at that Rumble where he returned. Oh, wow. Which was incredible. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I, I really, to give you an actual legit answer, I don't care. Oh, music-wise? Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. That'll probably be Gloria. Okay, that's so, fair. You will probably, will ask you to say a prayer at the reception. Okay. Like prayer over the food? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's easy. Hey, bless this food, yo. See, <laughs> okay, so now it has to be a rap. It has to be a rap. Mm-hmm. Yo, or stop, rhyme. collaborate, and listen. So that's the only rap you know. That's really sad. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm a white boy from the suburbs, man. Uh, that hasn't stopped a lot of people from listening to hip-hop. And it should. <laughs> it should. Um, oh, one thing that they talk about in the Woodstock 99 documentary is mm. they had DMX there. <laughs> oh, God. And DMX was incredible. Like, the performance was really good. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. he has a song where he has the crowd say the N-word. Oh, good. And so he'd say my N-word, and he'd have put the mic out to the crowd, and they would all say it back. Good. And it was 95%, probably more than that. I'm saying 95% white people. Mm-hmm. So 95% of the crowd saying the N-word right back. And I just was watching that, and my wife was like oh my gosh i go yeah i think i remember watching that as a kid and being like oh that doesn't feel right at all <laughs> i don't think they should be saying that one and i'm mm-hmm. like 14 right oh man yeah it's a really good documentary in uh, my opinion i'll have to check it out yep and spent the 94 doc or 94 woodstock went pretty good overall they was lost it- money because people broke in but that's what people have done at every Woodstock is they break in. Was 94 the first one when they started redoing them? Uh, So, yeah, the first was 69, and then they well, had right, right, right. 94, which was the first one they had done since 69. And then there was 99. I thought they did it every year until 99. No. no. That was five years. Five years. It, okay. takes, it took a lot of planning to do those. They But Coachella has taken off. And well, and Coachella, Coachella, wow. Yes. Yep. And Burning Man. Yeah, I don't know as much about Burning Man other than there's a lot of drugs. Yeah, I, I think it's a music festival, right? I See, I don't know. That's why I feel like it's not. 
but Coachella and Coachella and um, gosh, I should know what it is. It's in Chicago every year. That was the other one that was uh, really big. I probably blacked that one out because there's too many teenagers coming down into the city in the summer for that one. Lollapalooza, that one. Oh, yeah. I remember them doing that. Lala was interesting. They'd have an interesting lineup, but man, the crowds just annoyed me. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I never went to any of these. No? I used to go to Cornerstone. (laughs) Cornerstone was fun. I went with David Shepard, and we had a pretty good time, if I do say so myself. Isn't that the Christian-like festival? Yes. They don't do it anymore. And it was run by like this commune that li- that's from Chicago, uh, Japuza. Japuza. Yeah, Jesus People USA. Um, I went to Warp Tour, which is kind of a I, similar. Yeah, thing. I've been to a Warp. I've only been to one Warp Tour. Mm, that's good. Um, apparently it's just a bonfire ritual. It started as oh, uh, uh, Burning Man. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm still like kind of reading through this to figure out what is Burning Man. Maybe they're trying to figure it out too, and it's just always changing. Maybe. I, I honestly thought it was like a music festival with a lot of drugs, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it's not quite a music festival. There might be music out there, but it's not like Kanye's going there like he did Coachella. Right. Which, I now I want to see Kanye at Burning Man. <laughs> just because I, I feel like Kanye, to me, is one of the most interesting people. He is very interesting. Yeah, just put him, imagine any scenario. Just a random everyday thing that you do Mm -hmm. grocery shopping now imagine grocery shopping with kanye that would be interesting it would be so different that guy lives such a different life than i do and is a very different person i would be fascinated by kanye did him and what's her face get divorced oh i don't care i'm sure yeah they all get divorced i don't don't care i don't care (laughs) like marital statuses of any celebrity i just assume is in flux uh, Unless it's Tom so. Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other marriage that lasts in Hollywood. No, it just I doesn't. I don't, I don't know if I care either. Yeah, yeah. It's expected. Oh, these two got married. All right, well, let me know when they get divorced. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks, but that's how it is so often. It's true. But anyways, uh, I think they did. Um, I think I heard, though, Jay-Z and Kanye got back together and collaborated on something very recently. I heard that on my way over. I'm like, I got to listen to that whenever that happens. Interesting. Watch the Throne is one of my favorite albums in the past like 15 years. Yeah, I can't say I listen to much hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just not your style. Mm, all yeah. rock all the time. Uh, rock, pop punk, punk, uh, metal. But sometimes aren't those all the rock basically? Uh, yeah. Guitarist, drum, bass, singer. There you go. Probably. You got to. You have any of those genres? Like, that's their members right there. Yeah, it's occasionally blues. Blues? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. I'm kind of lame. No, it's, you got your genre. So, sometimes EDM or, you know, uh, electronica. See, that's one style I can't get into. Really? Like Daft Punk is probably the closest thing I can get to in that. Yeah, Daft Punk, Skrillex, I was into for a while. Too much uh, wah, wah, sounds in that that just crush my uh, cerebellum. <laughs> Some part of my brain that I just, just can't handle it. Yeah, that's fair. Cerebellum's part of the brain, right? I have no idea. I'm going to say it is. I'm going to say it's in the back. Sure. <laughs> sure. What part of the brain is that? In the back. In the back. The back part. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, all right. We've got... <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to make sure we get everything for this so I can tell Kate, yeah, we planned out... Everything. We, yeah. We done everything. <laughs> that, that way, we guarantee list her listening. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If I tell her, listen, Tim and I came up with the plan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
here's everything. Mm -hmm. She's like, I have to go listen to these idiots now. (laughs) Just to get another uh, podcast listener. Just one. Just one. Just one. Uh, I'm making sure I get. I I promote one person at a time. Okay, that's fair. Like, uh, so I will put this out. Uh, Go on Facebook. Look up Kate's Pastry. Uh, My (laughs) wife makes the best cookies. Mm -hmm. And they're all, she designs them by hand. They are delicious, and they look like pieces of art. Uh, her her uh, Christmas cookies, the ones that look like Santa Claus and, and Christmas trees are the best. Mm-hmm. Those are my personal favorites. I was at the cashier at the grocery store two weeks ago. I just started talking about them. She's like, oh, I'm interested. So I showed her, oh, here's the <laughs> Facebook page. So, folks, go on that Facebook page. Maybe we'll get some more likes on that. But she deserves the likes because she is so good at it. Good. Have I shown you pictures of it? Yes. Okay, yeah. She's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so, folks, order them for all of your special occasions. (laughs) I'm trying to get to the point where, basically, she's going to be the breadwinner and I can just stay home all day. That's the goal. That's the dream at this point. I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. Oh, I'd be the best stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I think I'd be. I was born to be a stay-at-home dad. (laughs) I did realize during the whole mess of COVID when everything was shut down and I was going to work like one day a week, I'm like, this is the life. Like, this is this right here is the life. I thought you were going to talk about wanting to have kids. No, not you at all. Stay at home dad, you're like, this is the life. Not doing anything. Not Fantastic. doing anything? Oh, I, I dream about that constantly. Like, if I win the lottery, oh, yeah. I don't know if I would do too much. No, not at all. So that might not be a good thing for my overall life. Like, I would have to make sure I stay active. Yep. But if I won, like, $100 million, I would probably be like, all right, I don't need to do a lot of extravagant things with my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a better house and one car. All right, we're good. See, I would buy a lot of cars. you buy a lot of cars? And probably do the podcast, and that would be my life. Would you get a different house? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably just rent this one out. See, I would not want to be a landlord. I, mean, I don't want to fix things for anyone. If you have a hundred million dollars, yeah, and you would just hey contractor, go. Okay, that works. Right. But then I got to pay someone to be a contractor. Right? You have a hundred million dollars. What do you care? I would at that point. Because I would just not. I'm stingy. Okay. I would want. I would literally want to buy a house where it's like okay. I'm only spending, I'm spending less than $1,000 per month on the tax and, and HOAs and all of that. Like the housing expense after I've bought the house needs to be under $1,000 because I would just feel secure with that. That's mm-hmm. how my brain would work of, okay, I need some security. I don't have a lot of overhead. I can just enjoy and relax and do nothing. See, I would have a relatively small house, but a big garage. That's how I would be. I'm trying to, you would probably flip the house for the garage. Like, basically, you would switch it to where the house becomes the garage and the garage becomes the house. Yeah, pretty much. That's interesting. Like a four-car garage and a 600-square-foot house. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, what kind of cars would you want to get? Oh, I've talked about this on a preview, a long episode, a way episode. Okay, short and sweet, then. uh, Just a lot of Mustangs. Just a lot of Mustangs. Yeah, like an 85, a really one, a 68, and there's a couple of versions of the 68, like the 68 GT, the GT500. My mom Mach probably one. had one of those 68 ones. Yeah. She, yeah. she had a Mustang back in the day. A Mach 1. Uh, I would really like a, G, a new GT500. Something like that. I just want a Batmobile. 
Well, you know. Any any one of them, too. It could be from any of the movies. Like, I would want one of those. Like the 66 Batman? That would be amazing. That would look sick. If you get one, we're dressing up as Batman, the 60s Batman and Robin, and we're just going to drive around. Okay. So you would be Robin? Sure. <laughs> I'd wear those tiny shorts. I would love... It's more the yellow and red... Uh, uh, color scheme uh-huh. of the outfit that just looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, and I would love to see you in that. Yeah, well, you know. Actually, oh man. I, Maybe I, that will be the Bumble profile. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, you know what Not I, to give you ideas. I, you know what I'd like to do for the uh, rehearsal? Uh-huh. Since I got an all-white tracksuit, <laughs> an all-white Adidas tracksuit, I wish I could get all of the guys to show up in a tracksuit. Okay. That that's just my wish. I don't think it could happen though. Because do you have a tracksuit? No. But if you can find me a decent price one, I'd... what's a decent price? I don't know. Not a hundred dollars. You can get one for way less. I, I'm thinking forty, fifty bucks. I, fifty, you could not Adidas, but you could you can get one for probably sixty bucks. I would, I would do it for your rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I'm sure on Amazon I can find one, but. You could I probably bu- get an off-brand one for like twenty bucks. You can, but I I like Adidas. I just like them. I don't have Adidas shoes though. See, that's a problem. Yeah. I think I've got too many Adidas. Oh, oh, that's the track jacket for thirty-five. Oh, here's a, well, that doesn't look like it's Adidas, but it looks like they have a type of uh, tracksuit for fifty-five. Yeah, I saw the child one for. Uh... Oh, man. They've got one where it's a men's African pattern printed. (laughs) It looks so bad. I would not look good in that. Oh, wait. Here's an Adidas one for $102. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) But there's all kinds of tracksuits that you can get for way less. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be Adidas. You could get an off-brand one. Fair enough. Uh, There is going to be also a rehearsal lunch at the venue by the way okay and then that night we're all gonna hang out at my place and watch some ufc fights okay so that'll be a fun time all right that's fair yeah probably be byob and we'll have some food there i'm sure at your house yeah at my house and that's lunch no the uh the ufc fights and all that'll be like at night okay so expect a full day all right that day and what day is that that's the 25th. Okay. And the 26th is the vow renewal. Okay. Got yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have to pick up our suits, too. Oh, yeah. We'll do that all in there on the 25th. Okay. Or 24th, whichever day. Because you've got, you're going to be buying, you're going to be picking yours up in uh, West County Mall. Yep. One guy's picking his up at the uh, Central West End or. Uh, downtown location okay and everyone else is picking it up in mid rivers okay so it's yeah wherever so then suit and then go to your house yeah yeah we'll do that cool uh but the fights actually well it doesn't start until much later like eight o'clock or nine Woof. yeah hmm. so you just stick around for a little while yeah watch a few people get knocked out <laughs> <laughs> too bad there's not like a wrestling event if there is, like, uh, you know, on a Saturday, like, say there's an AEW event, we'll watch that instead. Why don't we watch, like, by the network in September and watch an old wrestling one? Uh, well, A, the network's dead. Well, Peacock. Peacock, yeah, we could, which would be fine. I, it's your, it's I, your thing. I would rather watch the UFC fights. Okay, or fine. if there's a wrestling event, I would watch that. Um, 
Yeah, so the whole <laughs> there's no good segue here, but the uh the vow renewal, the only thing I'm worried about is the temperature. But not the temperature. It's it's the end of September. Uh-huh. So I don't think it'll be too bad. No. It's the unpredictability though of it could rain. Mm-hmm. Now there is an indoor option yeah. where it's like the indoor stone interior with the, the um, wood beams that would look great but it could rain there's tornadoes um i shouldn't talk about this too much because if kate is listening to this it's going to give her anxiety attack <laughs> babe it's going to be fine it's going to be fine turn off the podcast now don't listen anymore <laughs> no but like i do worry about that because it, it could affect you know the dance hall floor is kind of half inside half outside with okay. the way it's set up so it's like ah those things are going to make me nervous thinking about that so i just it's i want people to have a good time but they will i hope so they will i hope so we're getting a lot of no's from people though mm. yeah but i think it's people from out of state that don't want to travel <laughs> into the state of missouri yeah you're gonna have that yeah and i don't know it's it's there's also just been several people who haven't gotten anything back to us so mm. not blaming you I didn't give you yours Until, at the right time. Yeah. Last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks so, ago. Um, but yeah. yeah so. It's just sitting happily on my dresser and not filled out. I'm telling you, man. Curtis, I'm trying. <laughs> when, when do you need it by? Uh, as soon as possible. Okay. That's all I know. All right. uh, they got to buy a lot of steaks for the guests. I, I mean, want to say it's like August was on the thing. It might be like August 26th or something. Maybe maybe not 26th, like 20 third or whatever yeah so there's time but the sooner the better (laughs) all right (laughs) excuse me we i mean we've even had family say hey can't make it sorry Mm. i understand so yeah that's unfortunate it is all of it's been uh, we've had it hanging over us for so long yeah it'll be a party it'll be fine yeah it's all we're really treating it is as a as as a party yeah the cake is really good is it well okay did you get some last year no that's crazy. That cake I, I didn't red. have any. It was red velvet cake. I do remember it there, but I just opted not to eat any. Oh man! So we're, I think there's gonna be three different types of cakes: Ooh. a red velvet, a chocolate, and a plain vanilla. I believe. I do like red velvet. I it's do. my favorite too. <laughs> Kate's like, you got yours last year. I don't care as much about it. It's like that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We also have a chocolate fountain. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that was fancy. Someone's definitely going into the chocolate fountain. I did, like, uh, I don't know if you saw in the group chat, but Tyler said he's just going to stick his head in it. <laughs> Melt his face off, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, that would kind of burn. Right. But, uh, yeah, so he said he was going to I will say, I've got a great group of guys. I'm yep. really lucky to have such a great group of guys from, like, a lot of different times in my life as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Like, you and David Shepard are kind of, like, from the same sort of time and place in my life um brian and tyler they're from my times in chicago and adam he was like a second city buddy of mine colin is like from when i was a lot younger nice Um, yeah so there's uh dylan my nephew is from you know he's he's family so it's just all of this cool sort of broad range of people are coming in for this and that makes me super excited that is so. That is awesome. I haven't seen David Shepard in, oh, God. I saw him last week, actually. A long time. It's been a really long time. Yeah, he was in town, and uh, we had a good time. I was just catching up. It's funny, though. He was at the bachelor party, mm-hmm. and um, 
it wasn't long after that that we had to just push everything back. Uh-huh. And he told me, hey, I, I don't think I'll be able to to make it. And he didn't really say why. He's like, some stuff's come up. I don't know if I'll if I'd be able to make it in May when we were originally going to have the wedding. And I said, eh, no worries. I think we're going to push it back anyway. She's like, okay, cool. Let me know when the date is. We find, we decide sep- in September. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping to just, this is when we thought it was just going to be a wedding with everyone in September. Right, right, right. And he goes, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make that. Like, why? He's like, well, on my way home from the Royal Rumble, I found out my wife was pregnant. Huh. It's like, oh my gosh, the timing of it. So they're actually going to be celebrating their daughter's first birthday the day or two before. Awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. That will be cool. So, and then they'll come and hang with us. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, David was a student of mine, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a, he's, he cracks me up. Some of the things I think about, like from our, from with him, especially <laughs> he was just such a character, but yeah, for so long, was. but for so long, it took a while for him to kind of let that out. Dude, when I had him, uh, he was an older teen, probably junior, senior, and he was like the kid. Yeah, in the church he was at that yes. point because of his personality. Uh-huh. Like, there's no one that had that sense of humor, and he could just be so outgoing. And he's charismatic, too. And everyone kind of looked up to him. Like, I remember... All the younger kids did. All the younger kids. We watched... So, it was the small group that we had, and David was a part of the small group that me and my now ex-wife were hosting at our place. And we watched the movie, and some of the kids were like, oh, this movie's dumb. And then David pipes in, yeah, I actually liked it. Everyone else was silent. (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Uh, I could see that. Do you know what the movie was? Uh, I want to say it was a nativity story. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of the low budget one that came out, uh, you know, two thousand eight, seven. Okay, that was actually very accurate to what the biblical telling was. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I think I remember that now, but I could totally see David being that way. I remember uh, he came down for a campus days at Southwestern, mm-hmm. and I wish I would have seen this. I did not get to see it. I think I was doing like tearing down the set for Southwestern Live or something. He went and did karaoke <laughs> in the cafeteria. And I'm pretty sure he did Creed Take Me Higher. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. And everyone was going pretty crazy in the uh, uh, cafeteria for him at that point. I'm like, if he goes to this school, he's going to own it uh-huh. at this point. So he... oh, Every time they did a fine arts thing, it was oh, fantastic. Fine arts. I despise it. Uh, yeah, it was awful. But they always made it a joke. So Yeah, and I get that. I- I'm sorry. Fine arts for me, it was the biggest pet peeve I had with my time in the Assemblies of God. The oh, biggest. Yeah. Uh, even terrible. over the whole speaking in tongues thing. Because, terrible. folks, what fine arts is, first of all, I will say the good. The good thing is it's a, it's a talent competition. That's not the good thing. But it's a talent <laughs> competition where kids can get scholarships. That's mm-hmm. good. I think mm-hmm. the scholarships are a great thing. The problem is it is a talent show based on who does praise and worship better, who does a sermon better, who does human videos better. Um, I really had an ethical problem with people of who praises God better. Uh, that and They were judged based on that. They gave scores for... You can give scores for musicianship. You can give uh, scores for vocal talent i guess but it just felt really odd and not okay to be giving scores for praise and worship bands praise uh, uh, scores on sermons uh scores on all of these different things where i go how can you 
showed this to kids as the proper way to be doing praise and worship, the proper way to be right. living any sort of Christian life when it's being judged. Yeah. That for me felt, um, how do I put it? I'm going to say evil, but that's not the right word. It's just a very strong feeling. It, it, it was. It's gross. It's just uh, gross. Corrupt. That's the word I want to use. Okay. It felt like it was corrupt. corrupt. It, it corrupted what Christianity should be. Yeah. So. I always disliked the human videos. I thought they were really dumb. I, I don't get but, it. You know, I, I think, though, if, if your kid got a scholarship for it, fantastic. Um, but I just. It, didn't speak to me, no. But that's the thing. I'm not judging it on that. Right. I'm judging fine arts on why Why is this a competition that you're doing? <laughs> that seems so, like, right. wrong. Can we do a human video at your wedding? Can that be, like, um, a, the vow renewal? That would be kind of funny. <laughs> Although Kate would have no idea what's going on. Uh -huh. I love being married to a Catholic because everything is new to her from what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. The same way going to a uh, Catholic uh uh, service was very new to oh, me and sure. so funny like <laughs> i didn't know what was going on how about if i do the vowel renewal in tongues would that be okay i think i would hate you for that i would hate myself if i did that okay good glad we're on that page <laughs> we would both hate you uh kate would be like can we never talk to him again after this i would, really I would never it. talk to myself again because <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh gosh yeah it was interesting where Kate grew up Catholic. I grew up in a wide variety of Protestant churches. So having to actually, um, that was a big yawn from Tim right there. Yeah, it I was. bored the life out of him now. <laughs> no, no, no. Talking about religion. Ugh. Ugh. I only did it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the Just the differences that we've had. Finding any sort of common ground is actually, we're doing pretty well with it. We've decided on, okay, if we go to any kind of church, it would be to these type of churches mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um her what she grew up with like with baptism mm -hmm. totally different from me yep so she's like well if we have kids are, are we gonna baptize them I'm like well it's different in a protestant church she's mm -hmm. like, i don't know how i feel like it was just a realization so that's something we have to kind of hash work out with. Yeah. I, I told her i'll chuck our kids in under some water i don't care just boom there we go we baptized that one pull it out Fish it out. Do you want to do baby baptism? Have, is that a thing? Do you care. even talk about it? I mean, no, I, I I didn't grow up with that. I didn't either. So for me... Obviously, I was baptized when I was 17 and said that earlier. Yeah, I don't care. Like, if she needs that so bad, fine. But problem is, we're probably not going to be going to a Catholic church. No. So I don't think a, a Catholic priest will be like, all right, you're not part of my church. You want me to dunk your kid? I always say dunk. <laughs> just like yeah, dunk, even dunk though they, the kids. even though they just like sprinkle some or shoot like, some. Yeah. Uh, the Presbyterians do that too. Oh, they do that. Mm -hmm. Right on. Maybe we'll go to a Presbyterian church, and that'll make you know make Kate feel a little better. That's fine. Well, because the Protestants do uh, baby dedications. Yeah, and I told her about that. She's like, "Well, that's okay," but she just, I don't think she can wrap her mind around it because she hasn't seen it. So maybe if she saw it, it might. It might it'll make her definitely decide yes or no in my opinion. Okay. So am I going to be like your pastor, like your resident pastor who always does all these things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'm just saying that now, <laughs> without even talking to my wife. So uh, yeah, uh, I've just. Well, said, I'm officiating your wedding. What's the child baptism? It's fine. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I told Kate I'll dunk them. I'll throw them yeah. under some water. You were actually credentialed that one time, weren't you? Oh uh, no, I never got the credentials. Oh, I no. didn't either. I. 
I think they were talking about it, but uh, me too. So for me, like the first six months of my time as a youth pastor were great because a I was not paid. Yep. Uh, granted, I was working way harder, mm-hmm. and it, I I spent my time. Half of it was at school at that point. Right, right. Half of it was at, well, it, it wasn't even that. It was like a third at school, a third with the church, and then a third working at Starbucks. Eh, it wasn't bad. I actually liked working at Starbucks. I stopped at Starbucks today on my way over, and in my head I go, yeah, those weren't too bad at times. We were not. <laughs> well, I'm just um, talking about the time. Like, doing it was. All that I, mean, I was stuff. doing 4.30 in the morning shifts. Jeez. That was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was 4.45. Either way. One of those times. Um, but, um, the second six months was some of probably six of the darkest months of my life because I was paid. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I knew I did not want to get credentialed Mm. because I'm like, I don't know if this is where I want to be at that time. I thought, well, maybe I could work at another church, but then I was having conversations with some of my other friends were like, oh yeah, I've, uh, I've dealt with. Things like that and other things where I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And I saw how it was changing people. And I thought, well, okay, I guess I'm not right for this, which is a shame. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I uh, met with the district people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've told that story. (laughs) Sorry. I just laugh because I just think of like, oh, yeah. If I tell people that aren't really familiar with church politics (laughs) that there's church politics, they just go, all right, I believe it. And then they just, you could just see them go, no, I don't want this at all in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was the reason why I didn't get credentialed. No blame you. Yeah. I, there was one of my professors, super nice guy. Uh, he taught a lot of like the church ministry classes mm-hmm. and I had, I had to take a class with him. Um, one of the easiest days out there. So, you know, it's <laughs> just, but like I said, one of the nicest guys, his wife divorced him. Whoa. Yeah. And I think there might have been some infidelity on her part or something. Mm. He had that poor man basically had to go through the ringer of being, um, you know, questioned all the time. Yep. I think his credentials were kind of held up for a little while. Like he couldn't work in a church. That man had worked in like church plants everywhere. Like that was his thing. He would plant a church, pass it on to the next one and then continue to the next that poor man, they said, oh, you can't remarry either. It's like, mm. this wasn't his call. It's I've, not his call at all, and you're doing this. I've been told that. Yeah, it's sad. Yep. I've, I've been told that I'm going to hell because I'm divorced. So, you know, uh, that's I've, cool. I've been told I'm going to hell for having a tattoo. So. You are. I mean, tattoos are the worst. Yeah. I, I love that because, like, it's in the yeah. same, almost the same chapter where it says, don't get tattoos. But it also says, uh, don't sleep next to your wife on her monthly illness. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not getting a separate bed for a few days out of the month. All right. Dummies? No. Well, there is a thing called, I don't know, the New Testament where Jesus is like, nah. Nah, man. You got to live by it all. I mean, I'm still going to eat pork. I'm going to still have my bacon. But when my wife is unclean. No. Can't (laughs) handle that. And also, I trim my beard. I've cut my hair. Says not to do those. My wife cuts her hair. But I'm not going to allow tattoos because that shows a sign of being unhealthy. That's not what the Lord wants. And we wonder why Christianity is on a decline. 
Yeah, that's hmm. a myriad of reasons, but that's one of them. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not credentialed, but if you want me to be, I can go online. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be. It's great that it's a vow renewal, so we just don't have that, that same kind of constraint. That's true. So we could have had a 17-year-old girl do, yeah. do all of this. Well, you know. Are we, uh, is this going to be the yearly thing where you just do vow renewals? No. Well, why not? I, I'm sorry. But Can we do it on a podcast next year? That fine. <laughs> like, it's been hanging over us for so long. I, 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 know, I know. That it's stressed me out now. Like in the beginning, like there was a few times where I was stressed about it. But like it was like, okay, I'm not going to let it overwhelm me. Yeah. This has been going on. For a year, yeah. Like two over years. Year, yeah. Like, okay, wait, hold on. I proposed... Uh, I guess it was in, what, June of 19? Jeez. Yeah. So it's been going on really for over two years of the planning and everything. Mm. Longer than Kate and I dated. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it's kind of to the point where I'm like, the thought of doing any, like if it gets canceled, I'll have to talk with Kate and be like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. I'm sorry, but we have to let it go. (laughs) We've lost the money on it. So I'm, I'm just tired of waiting. I don't. Just don't cancel it. Whoever shows, shows, and yeah. whatever. Let's so do I it. think it's going to be at this point. Yeah. So. If there's five people that show up, who cares? Yeah, that's how I feel. I just, it's going to, the only thing that I would feel bad is my wife not getting what she deserves. Yeah. And that's the big wedding that she wants. Mm-hmm. And there's already some heartbreaking aspects to it that I hate. Uh, yeah. Not absolutely. having her dad around for it. That's mm-hmm. the worst. I, I think about him a lot. Because he was such a positive influence in Kate's life, and he's not here for it. Right. And that's a shame. He should be here to walk her down the aisle, but sadly, he passed away. Um, yeah, there's just so many of these sad elements to it. There's more to it as well. I can't get into it right now. But the frustrating, that's the only thing that makes me go, okay, you have to keep it together because she's wanted this her whole life. Right. And we came within months of having it twice. Mm-hmm. And didn't get that. So hang on for her because she deserves it. So right. it's the only thing I can. It's the only thing getting me through it at this point, man. <laughs> I'm here for it, and I appreciate that. It's nice to have good friends. Good. So, all right, man. You feeling like uh, feels like we've about wrapped it up. Any uh, closing thoughts or arguments? No, not really. Feelings. Uh, I feel okay. All right. Cool. How are, how are you feeling? Uh, it was nice to vent. No, I'm sure. Started by venting. And then it was a bit like uh, fun in there talking about like the pro wrestling and playing. A lot of ADD in this episode. Eh, that's just in general with me. That's it's... a conversation with Caleb. <laughs> that's what the title is going to be. <laughs> a conversation with Caleb. No, all right, fine. <laughs> Unless you can come up with something better. Oh, God. Stradella Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be when we talk about that more. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. But all right. Well, let's call it. I love you, man. Love you, too. Have a good one. You, too.